0: Hello and um welcome to the inaugural episode of our podcast, A Horror Shared. Um we are your hosts. I'm Marg. And I'm Kitty. Um get started on learning the intricate differences in our tone and diction. Um yeah, we're basically just <laughs> we're just doing this podcast because we like horror movies and we yeah. like talking films
1: yeah we enjoy good horror
0: <laughs> we enjoy a good horror and we enjoy a horror shared yeah
1: we, Lo- love. we like to share our love
0: yeah of the genre yeah <laughs> and um well I am my favorite word at the moment is psychology I'm saying it way too much um sorry to those people I'm having conversations with and saying psychology every two seconds I love the idea of the psychology of fear and how horror movies are so much a sign of the time. Should Mm. we just get straight into what we think of the genre? Yeah. 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 Um, This is this is basically just we're not going to be talking about a particular film or anything like that. Sorry, I'm fiddling with my pen. Um, We're also very all over the place, just as people. So hey, Um, this is us. (laughs) um yeah so I I what I love about horror is I love the psychology of it and I love the way that you can tell so much about cultures
1: Mm. and how it reflects society
0: yeah through the through the through the portrayal of certain things even inside of the genre Mm. like how um like a easy trope to give an example of is the difference between like spooky children. Spooky children as a trope, if you look at like Japanese horror as opposed to Spanish horror there's differences. Yeah. And I love that because I think it's one of those things that it's like fear is such a primal thing. And I love anything that takes us back down to Mm. the fact that we are animals. I love the fact that we have these silly little houses and these silly little jobs but at the end of the day we all have innate fears and how society has brought us up has shaped them into different things and Mm. how a director chooses to show that is also really interesting. So that's my kind of general idea about horror, I've been talking for a long very sorry
1: <laughs> you do generally talk more than me anyway I, I do
0: <laughs> so uh, hopefully you're not sat there thinking oh, I, but but Mog's voice was way better, because heads up I'm going to talk more
1: <laughs> that's a given <good> <laughs> but no, yeah I love um, with horror is what it also does to people and how it's a It's a genre that affects people even after the film. Mm. It's like it leaves you thinking and it just... With some people who get scared easily, it leaves them still feeling scared or developing a fear for something Mm. that they never thought of before. Um, No, I just find... I find comfort in horror films. And I don't know, I just want to share that. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah. There's a... And I don't know how much... um, also, the thing is, neither one of us has like studied. Um, oh yeah, no psychology or anything like that. So you know, we may be talking out of our arse at points.
1: Yeah, I did psychology for half a term for A level. Oh, she's educated. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it's, I think there's this thing that if you and hey, not to delve too deep into life, but it's it's like a thing that if you have had a um traumatic or stressful life you find comfort oh, in yeah. that's traumatic the, yeah. and stressful things that's something
1: that i've noticed as well is with some of my friends who may have been through trauma or different things that they they do find that weird sort of comfort in the feeling that horror films give you Mm. and just in watching them it's just
0: yeah it's i think it's i don't know if it's the same kind of phenomena or um it's kind of i guess similar to the idea of um women loving true crime yeah it's this thing of um because because so much of true crime is like violence done against women and you know the husband did it type stories um and yet you know and obviously simplifying a lot for gender but you know you're you're walking around and there is that fear of it but then you go home and you listen to a podcast like I have friends who listen to true crime to fall asleep yeah. That is a level I can't do. <laughs> I'll I'll be tip typing at my desk. I'll be like, I work in a school and I'm there like typing up grades for year seven students. I'm like, da, 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 da. And it's like, and she was found in a fridge, <laughs> in three different fridges. Each body part is like, it's fucked up.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's like comforting.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a fucked up comfort. <laughs> it is. But yeah.
0: And it's, yeah. I love, I, I think that is really. Yeah interesting about horror how like it does provide that level of comfort and i i also think um the thing the thing with horror is it it feels edgier because it it, i mean it is edgier than like a rom-com oh yeah (laughs) but it, it it's like this thing that i've found um are we so how we got into horror oh yeah so basically how I got into horror is um, I used to, if anyone were to ask me when I was younger what genre of film I'd like I'd probably say something along the lines of oh I love every genre of film apart from horror which is really funny <laughs> now, <but I'm, laughs> I have a horror podcast um, but I I remember being at my friend's house um, when we it was the school I was at before I moved house by car, I was younger than 13, mm-hmm. is essentially the maths of that. Who yeah. knows when you're a kid, ages are. It blows. But I was younger than 13. And we were just, they just had a film on TV and um, we were kind of moving about and sitting for a bit of it. And, and her younger brother was watching the TV. And her younger brother, this is more excellent maths. So she had a sister. In between her and her brother. So, if we say three years difference mm-hmm. between her and her brother, because we'll give him a year and a half yeah. in between. So, he would have been younger than ten.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah? Every, everyone, everyone on board, everyone on board. <laughs> Big money um, <laughs> Buckle up, like, we, we're moving fast. <laughs> um, and they had one of the final destinations on TV. And... Yeah, so I'm, I'm sat there probably 12. He sat there probably 8, 9. And it's the bit where the guy... And hey, if you make me watch one of the final destinations, <laughs> I'm going to have, like, PTSD at this moment. Um, <laughs> it's the bit where he slips on the spaghetti and then the ladder goes through his eye.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that bit. And you're laughing. And this 8-year-old kid was laughing at it, and I had never seen gore. Um, My parents are very, like, they're super chill with kind of nudity
1: Mm.
0: and, like, sex. Um, Like, the first 15 I saw was Love Actually, because... um, And I remember talking to my mum about it, because I still hadn't seen quite a few 12s like violent 12s and my mum was essentially like well boobs are normal and and sex is normal yeah but someone getting shot in the head isn't
1: yeah that shouldn't be normal
0: and so she's kind of like i'm okay with you seeing like sexual 15s um but i'm not okay with you seeing violent 15s Mm. and so watching that scene in final destination was probably the goriest thing I'd ever seen. And the fact that the gore was the punchline made me really uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Because that, that is the kind of point with the Final Destination Yeah, films. they are supposed to make me like, feel
1: uncomfortable.
0: Well, no, the, the, the gore's the punchline. Yeah. It's oh, that yeah. whole thing of, like, let's see how fucked up these guys are going to yeah.
1: die, <laughs> essentially. How far they can take it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so that really put me off horror. And I, essentially, I was a teenager during the age of, like, a young teenager during the age of the super CGI, super, like, gory remakes. Mm. I think that's what the kind of, um, 2000s yeah. were. Like, two thousand and then, like, early 2010s, that's what they were. Um... And that kind of horror just did not appeal to me at all. Still, kind of doesn't. Um, but I will make my peace mm-hmm. for you, my darling. Thank <laughs> you.
1: Um, yes, because I was a teenager after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's only two years. Is that doesn't yeah. sound like <laughs> it I'm sounds like, like a huge age, But no, it's just two years. I'm.
0: I'm we are recording this as Mog visits me in my nursing home. Yes. <laughs> Um, but it, it yeah, so I, that, I was very against horror, um, like almost to a, to a moral degree. I'm like, if you watch horror, you're all messed up. And I then, <laughs> yes,
1: I'm talking directly to you. Yes. <laughs> Looking straight at me.
0: <laughs> and then I, this summer before I went to uni, I was like, I'm about to go to uni. I need to become more cultured because I'm going to go to uni and everybody's going to have read all these books and watched all these films and they're going to know things about life. I think... Did you have, like, a similar crisis before uni? No. No?
1: No, I think it was, for me, before uni, it was... I'd watched... Everything. Yeah, I've I've watched... I think, for me, I missed out on the rom-com side growing up. Mm. Because... I've I just never watched any of those. So, you know, there's like people will talk about those classic sleepover films. That's got like Lindsay Lohan and like you know like the Parent Trap and mm-hmm. things like that. See, so, yeah, I've never seen them mm-hmm. because that's not I, your genre. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not my genre. It wasn't. It wasn't horror specifically.
0: Yeah, but it was just culture in general. Okay. So I got those lists. You know, the hundred and one blank to watch before you die oh, yeah. 101 action movies to watch before you die 101 like comedies and I basically got all of those lists and I was like I'm gonna watch at least 25 <laughs> of each of these lists because in my mind if I watch all of them I'm a trap. yeah <laughs> But I want to watch enough to be able to have a good chance of if someone's like, oh my gosh, this scene is... Yeah, to have a
1: conversation with someone. Yeah.
0: So I was like, cool, I've got all these lists. I'm going to start with horror.
1: Mm.
0: And we're going to watch 25 of each of them. And then I just only haven't touched the other lists (laughs) because horror was like, you're mine.
1: It gripped you. (laughs) yeah."
0: (laughs) um and that's how I got into horror like I I and there is a specific film and I actually can't remember if you've seen it or not but I will be talking about this film this is this is my episode there's a specific film that I won't name um but I watched it and I remember there's this jump scare in the film that kind of early on it's like not even a scary jump scare but I you know when you feel air underneath yeah. you like you you moved like a cat literally and I and I remember thinking it was the first time I watched a horror movie and I remember thinking ooh, I want more of this like this particular style this I like particular it. I want more of this um yeah and then and then I got really into horror I and know. that's that's my origin story. <laughs>
1: That's your <laughs> right. okay. And now time for more. Yes. Um, well, I've always loved horror. It's, it was always my favorite genre mm-hmm. growing up. Um, and I'd never seen really. I watched like action or like action adventure or fantasy, like mm. obviously Lord of the Rings. Um, but it was mainly horror for me growing up because my parents are very rock. Mm. with their, like their music and stuff so i used to listen to um sandman by i made him to get to sleep mm. so i've been very much growing up in a place where horror. such a good line. <laughs> i'm just thinking about the lyrics
0: i'm like yeah now i lay me down to sleep
1: yeah um so i i kind of grew up with horror as like a a basis mm. line but it's funny though because my parents are not big horror film watchers, mm. but there's the first horror I ever watched. I was a baby, and it was Lake Placid, which yeah, it's a, it's a which I one. haven't seen yet <laughs> yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which maybe talks about uh, later on. But I think and then when I was I was four years old. Then when the Van Helsing came out in October two thousand three
0: that shaped
1: yeah that's so much well i was four damn (laughs) yeah
0: you you didn't stand a chance no (laughs) you were i loved it i was (laughs)
1: great and so yeah i used to at night before bed i was like this baby this toddler watching horrors Mm. to help get to sleep and stuff and it was just that's so
0: it's so crazy that like We've kind of gone on the opposite path.
1: Yeah, we're very, very opposite spectrums. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you mentioned the Final Destination yeah. film. I, was, I think I was about 13 when I first saw one of them. Um, and it was at a sleepover at mm. a friend's. And they, were, they, they had this film and they were like, oh, should we just watch to see what the hype is about? And then I was enjoying it but then everyone else there was just very scared and they we never saw the rest of it because they wanted to turn it off and put uh. a different film on and I was like but I want to see the end I want to see what yeah. happens but I was the only one enjoying it
0: <laughs> It's so it's so crazy that you were like oh yeah it was by the time I was 13 and I'm like yeah that story also uh, like I was just under 13 but yeah. That's actually the same <laughs> but point put, in yeah. time that we experienced that film and it, it's the difference in reaction.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a very big reaction difference.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um but then I remember I think I was I was about fourteen, thirteen, fourteen then when the Annabelle you no know, that mm. doll, that film came out. Yeah. I saw And in the
0: this... and I think she first makes her I think so. Annabelle doll, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and yeah, I was about that age when I first Went to the cinema to see a horror mm. instead of just seeing it yeah, from yeah. DVD or on TV, um, and I remember I went. There was four of us, and I, the other three they all jumped because there's, there's jump scares in the film. Yeah, yeah. But when that jump scare, the big one in the film came up, they all jumped, screamed, and I laughed because mm. I find a form of comedy in horror yeah, films, yeah. which is kind of weird, but. Yeah,
0: it is. It is um, that form of comedy yeah. that I think first put me off, because it's the way that, like, my friend's mm. brother was taking so much glee uh. in the way that this guy died. It was so. It was kind of scary. It was kind of. I did. I did have a moment where I was kind of like, "This is what. This is what it was like in the Colosseum." This is what the gladiators did. Like, that kind of a vibe. It was kind of, like, unnerving. Um, but, like, now. Yeah. Now I'll laugh at them. But I still... I, I, and this is going to be interesting as we do this. I still don't know what my line with gore is. I still have a line that I can't cross sometimes. Oh, okay. Like, and I don't know if I'd class this as a horror movie... Because it's definitely I think I'd class that as a bad movie. Fight me. <laughs> um the movie it's not two films came out at the same time and they're all like the end or something, but and I can't remember the one where they the actors are playing themselves. This is the end or world's end? It's the movie with like James Franco and I Seth Rogan I've just... and I've seen ads for and it. the apocalypse happens and at like a house party, at like a celebrity house party. And um and yeah, and they're and they're living through the apocalypse in their house and it's them playing themselves yeah. and it's I had to turn the film off because I felt queasy at a bit of gore. There's this bit where um spoilers, but I sure um Michael Sarah dies um because Essentially he gets like impaled by a lamppost. <laughs> like it's like an earthquake happening yeah. and it falls on him and he gets impaled and and then like as it falls he gets lifted up and is like on this lamppost and and like it's funny in...
1: Well, yeah I'm silently giggling into yeah. <laughs> <to> this
0: description. <laughs> this is the uh, this is an audio medium yeah. so giggle out loud. <laughs> um but it, but it just made me feel queasy, and it, and I, I, think it's this level of when the gore is the punchline, when there's a punchline and gore is involved. Hmm. I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm genuinely like, I do. I think this will be really fun for me to try to and figure that. out where this line is. I think what it is is I can deal with a gory punchline, but I can't deal with when the gore is the punchline. Mm-hmm. Like, if the joke is, ha ha, that person died, look how horrifically that person died, I don't find that funny.
1: Yeah, I don't, when it's things like that, but in more of a serious or more realistic manner mm. in the way that that's how people are actually being killed, like, even today, mm. then that bit I don't, like, find funny. I think that's where...
0: Okay. There may be a a, a dip <laughs> in the if the flow is ruined. We had a technical difficulty. Gore.
1: Gore. Yeah. So if it's like a more realistic way someone would die, mm. or then I don't really find that funny because you know that's yeah yeah. Like, um. It's but, horrific. Yeah. Yeah. It is horrific, and you just like can't really laugh at that no. but um if it's like a impossibly weird freak scenario yeah type, and I guess
0: that's where the appeal of the final destination yeah is
1: yeah um so like there's when I was a young teenager there was this I watched this anime called another yes which I do recommend if you're a gory horror fan Um, but it's each, so there's about 12 deaths in it, Mm. um, but they're all, like, nearly, they, they wouldn't really happen type Mm. deaths. It's like, there's this guy who gets, spoilers, (laughs) (laughs) semi face. (laughs) No, 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 I just... (laughs)
0: I I love the, (laughs) hey, watch it, and now I'll tell you.
1: yeah (laughs) Um, Skip
0: mm, forward five seconds or whatever.
1: Kind of gets possessed and ends up, like, with a machete Mm. attacking the school pupils. But Mm. it's more of a, he's possessed. Mm. Or there's these children, like, a swimming pool, and then all of a sudden there's, like, a shark there or something. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, you know, that's not quite... It wouldn't happen, yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, I just... Or if a horror is, like, so bad it's good. But in a so bad it makes you laugh.
0: I think... So I think my relationship with gore is if, I think, if a person shows fear, it's no longer fine, even if it is in a gory way. Because I think... Because again, it's that idea of a punchline, but it's, it's, and it's in. So Michael Sarah, there's this moment where he's like completely impaled, yeah, and he's like, because it happens at a house party, so he's super like high or drunk or whatever. But he's just kind of like there, impaled, and he's like, oh my god, man, like this, this fucking sucks. And it's like, oh no, I can't find this funny now because. That is a person in pain. Yeah. There's something about them reacting.
1: The suffering of others.
0: That makes it like and, and that and that's what then makes me feel queasy
1: mm.
0: is when it's still meant to be funny. Yeah. Is when I've stepped out of the this is a funny horror movie, there's going to be gore to oh, this is just watching someone die. Like, I I am tentative to watch some films like... I don't know if Piranha is on your list.
1: I don't think I've seen that one. Films anyway, like that really so. freak
0: me out because you're gonna watch hot teens get eaten. <laughs> and there's a certain element to... I want, my, I want the people to die in horror movies to have deserved it. Or yeah. I want their death to not be funny. Yeah. I don't like it when people that I like have funny deaths. I think that might be it. Yeah. Because because if it's, if it's someone who you have been hating the whole way through the film and then they get a comical death and you're like, yeah, you deserve that, yeah. mate. Like, that, that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's when someone who actually hasn't done a single thing wrong then gets a horrifically gory death and it's meant to be funny
1: like it doesn't balance out
0: yeah yeah and i and i know like films like yeah like piranha double d or whatever that the sequel was or whatever is just gonna be like and it's gonna be so dripping Mm -hmm. in the 2000s sexism of like Oh that's a that's a girl with nice boobs. She deserves to be eaten because because she's a woman who is mildly into makeup. Yeah. So I just I just know watching those horror movies. Which it would I mean I'm in I'm into the idea of watching it for science. For science. Um, <laughs> but I know it's gonna be that thing of yeah. like this is a woman who actually hasn't done anything wrong. Now let's watch with something glee. horrific happened yeah it. as she's like yeah devoured by piranhas yeah. or things like that and 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 obviously part of the horror will be watching her screaming
1: yeah so i think that type of thing when that happens does make me feel a bit of discomfort yeah 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 <clears throat> but That's as well with gore like I don't like squeamish gore. Let's make you, it's meant to make you feel like cringy and kill up or whatever. Mm. Um, I know. I'm okay with. I think pretty much everything it's just eyes. Ooh. Eyes, I just cannot stand.
0: Okay. I don't know, yeah,
1: like if the gore is eye related, like like a needle in the eye or something. Oh yeah. Or something, and then I just I. I might, I, I'll just, like, I'll tense up or i might like, briefly turn away or something. But that's, that's, like, the most...
0: Yeah, the most, th- the most, like, um... Specific. Yeah. A thing, a thing is. That is, um... It is, and, and again, this is, this is another reason why I find horror so interesting, is it is that difference. Yeah. In the viewing experience. Mm. Um because, to be fair, I don't think I've really seen any horror movies that are particularly eye-related. I <laughs> I was going to say something like, I don't mind eyes, but I'm sure I'm not watching horror movies like, oh yeah, stab him right in the eye, that will be great. Yeah. Like It probably does weird me out, I just haven't specifically come across that. Yeah, and um, there
1: was a show I was watching where this, um, this girl did stab this man in the eye, and he did a mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. He was a... Feminism. Feminism. Um, but it wasn't that. What that I was okay with. It was more. I think if it's slow you, and drawn out. Yeah, slow, drawn out, and you can actually see it. Mm. Whereas this girl, when she stabbed, I think it was like with a rusty nail or something, oh,
0: yeah. the guy
1: in the eye, then you didn't really see it like going in or anything you just you, you just, just kind saw of, you see the, you hand, the hand and, a bit and of blood. then and then the guy with his hand over his eye mm. with like the nails sticking out and blood yeah yeah so like that that doesn't like face but it's like when it's you can specifically it's, see i'm
0: thinking of and this is actually just a poster it's not even actually i don't know how much it is in the film but the would you rather poster
1: i I'll... I'll... saw that i've have have seen, seen the, the poster film? yeah i think i've seen the film oh um there's two that's oh no I... no not would you rather if you dare or something you... like that it's they both have similar promise to them
0: this is the would you rather poster um if you are listening hey google it it's the first image that comes up if you just say would you rather movie this
1: oh so yeah i can see that poster yeah and i'll be okay but if you're if you see that razor going into the eye then yeah. i wouldn't be that
0: okay no sense. but but it, yeah but it, it's just it's just that idea of like this is enough to put me kind of like oof because now i'm thinking when does this happen in a film
1: yeah, that,
0: that yeah. Um, oh, and there's also that bit in Saw where there's eye-related mishaps. <laughs> mishaps. It's just not, it's not ideal. No. It's not ideal. There's, there's moments in Saw where you think, oh, I would not like that to happen to my eye. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I... I also think it's going to be interesting... Um, I feel like this is my pitch for getting people to listen <laughs> is I'm like, and this is why this is a good dynamic because we have that difference of our journey to horror, yeah. and
1: we have different experiences watching horror,
0: yeah, and also I um. I think we have different very different tastes in horror in yeah. terms of what we've watched and what we enjoy watching obviously because of what we have watched. I am very much a um old school horror. I have seen the classics. I am yeah, I'm I'm an old, I'm an old school horror gal. I like watching like the originals of things I like knowing the history of it and I guess that came from the fact that I was watching like these are the horror movies you have to see before you die yeah so I was very much watching the um the pinnacles (laughs) um yeah and 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 um yeah so in terms of like it is quite funny because I have a lot of people who like know that I like horror and will be like oh my God, you love horror like what did you think of xyz movie that's come out in the past 10 years and I'm like huh what yeah. <laughs> um no 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 but if you're talking horror movies from the 1940s I'm here to chat yeah whereas
1: I think I'm more <laughs> 80s 90s up
0: yes yeah I'm yeah, yeah.
1: more below
0: yeah yeah um and also and this is absolutely no t no shade. Um, I from what it sounds like, it's more the grungy horror movies. It's it feels slightly more <laughs> oily. Mm. Like I'm not gonna say greasy because that feels like negative. Yeah. But they're slightly more oily horror movies. Yeah. Like like I again I haven't seen Lake Placid, but it feels slightly more of a, like it it's. It's a film that's not going to find itself in a... If films... If all films were going to be deleted, we have to save these films... Yeah, I don't think that would be show, a, We have to save. Yeah. yeah. It's that thing of, like, it's a horror movie that you watch when you want to watch a horror movie as opposed to it's a horror movie that you teach a class yeah. on. And I think because of my journey to horror, I've seen a lot more of a teaching a class on yeah. horror um, so that's going to be interesting mm. um, let's see if I can class you up <laughs> let's see if <laughs> you can make me more classic. let's <laughs> see if you can bring me down <laughs> no but I but it is just that like difference in a kind of homegrown mm. horror watcher as opposed and again I feel like I'm like massively bigging myself up honestly don't go back and watch a lot of films from the past because
1: there will be issues
0: yeah hey man (laughs) i don't i don't know if you know this about the past but it's uh problematic at times um yeah there are horror movies that i've watched that i um i watched for the experience of watching it and also i mean it is one of those things that addressing these things is really important yeah um, there are films that I am glad I watched because I think, you know, the foundations of horror, especially with a genre like horror.
1: Oh yeah. It takes a lot from,
0: from the, from the common um, views. Yeah.
1: And and the view of people at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. And also what scares people at yeah. that time which, if you're talking 1930s white people, hey, do you know what scares upper-class 1930s white people? Yeah, it's it's not good. A lot of horror films that I've seen, it's like, geez, really? Um, but is a important part of the genre mm. that, and and then it's so it's so good to see like, the progressions there just to shout out to an excellent documentary on horror that I watched because I also watched documentaries on horror mm-hmm, um, like I said um, I'm, the, uh, I'm the fancy up myself one <laughs> um, there's an excellent documentary on Shudder um, which is a horror centric Netflix um, called um, horror noir i think it's called um it's essentially a look back through history of black horror and it was really interesting because it goes from you know from the 20s yeah horror noir a history of of black horror is on shudder and probably other things as well um it's really interesting because it shows all the... Um, it, it has, you know, clips from these horror movies. And then it talks to... Um, Jordan Peele's interviewed for it. Um, other, like, black actors. I think other, like, black celebrities who aren't necessarily connected to horror. Yeah. But um, to show, like a, like, how films of the past have affected yeah. like the black experience nowadays. Um and it also talks to like like they've interviewed actors who were in those horror movies and stuff. And it's it's very interesting how that progression has come and it's 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 one of those things where I am glad that I watched the terrible films. And then watched the documentary Mm -hmm. because I had the context for what they were talking about. And then also, and there's a lot of a way to go, but you can see the progression. Yeah. Like the fact that there are films like White Zombie where so much of the horror comes from this white woman who has become a zombie and that's a thing that only happens to black people is essentially the premise of that film so that's that's where the horror comes from oh my goodness how could this happen to a dainty little white woman essentially um you then get to look at films like Get Out where it's a black director talking about black experiences Mm through the medium of horror you have that look of like okay we got places to go but we can look back at this and say there is movement so that was a really interesting documentary um,
1: films that have been portrayed to the male gaze Mm -hmm. whereas now are more obviously with the rise in female directors have become more female gaze based which is them not objectifying women Mm. and but just living yeah Yeah.
0: like i i haven't seen book smart but i know a lot of people raved about that film because it's it's very kind of real
1: yeah and it's like lady Chatterley's lover
0: Mm. Um I think Chatterley
1: Chatter- yeah, I'm Yay. not too sure on the front i
0: I studied a book oh, okay, I think it's lady Chatterley's lover, okay, but yeah,
1: but yeah, that's been praised for showing it through a female gaze in with especially with one scene where the lady's out dancing in the rain, and where if it was through the male gaze that would have been objectified mm. and but because it's through the female gaze, it's not. It's just she's out there dancing in the rain,
0: mm. yeah.
1: enjoying, living.
0: And it's it's the there's a really good comparison of Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Yeah, her costume of the shorts mm-hmm. and the crop top, and there's so many shots of the camera panning up her body and look at her ass and and it's very it's very objectifying. Yeah. It's very male gazey. It's very um I like how nowadays we just assume like film terms like that. The male gaze is essentially a it's a film term for the idea that the camera is a man and it is looking at things the way that a a male would. Yeah. So but
1: it's... as a male through, like, toxic masculinity. Yes.
0: Yes, it, it's very much kind of um, male in the society, in a yeah. patriarchal world, male. Obviously, um, there are good men in this world. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> disclaimer, there <laughs> are some good men in this world. Um, but, and then you look at Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey, And there are scenes, she's wearing shorts, she's wearing a crop top. Mm. The costume isn't different, but it never once feels...
1: Objectifying or sexualising in that outfit.
0: It's clothes that she's wearing, it's not... She's just wearing them. Yeah.
1: She's not wearing them for anybody else.
0: If anything, like, the sleeves are shorter, so you can probably see more of her skin. But it isn't... She isn't as nude... Yeah. As in the and it's it's that difference of you know, Suicide Squad was directed by a man, Birds of Prey was directed by a woman. Mm. And that's the difference. And that's it's exactly that. You can see the progression. Um and horror also has a interesting relation with women.
1: Yes, and the objectification of them.
0: hmm And the um capitalization on female pain. Yeah. We um we love that horror loves that. Um <laughs> as two women <laughs> we love that. <laughs> um it's yeah. This is um We've actually been talking for quite a while about horror now. Um, But again, this is what I love about the genre. I think... And this is probably very biased. Because I haven't put this much energy into um, action films and rom-coms. And and I think there probably is a lot to
1: delve into Mm. there. Yeah. But I've just... My knowledge and is. watch experience of those films is definitely like the especially rom coms and those types of films are definitely a lot less. Yeah, because I've I've barely seen them. But I also think it's because I didn't grow up watching those types of things that it doesn't quite grip me. Does mm. that mm. make sense?
0: It's one of those things where I think it's very um dismissive mm. to say there's less to look into when it comes to a rom com. I think, um, and also that's probably very much linked into the idea of, you know, like if women like it, what's the point in watching it? Um, so I don't want to feed into that and yeah, mm. say it's not as, as um, ripe for dissection, but there is just, yeah, back to the primal aspect of fear. I think horror is so good to mm. look at in terms of, what yeah you can say about things
1: and like how directors try and show a mm. fear, especially with the way CGI mm. is now compared to some of the older ones and like the classics. They it would mm. have, they didn't have that CGI to portray some fears and add in certain shocks. So what how they have. So the way that they have made audiences scared essentially is a bit more clever technical, in a sense, technically. Technical. That clever is than
0: yeah, and and we'll 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 definitely get into that in yeah. terms of when I'm talking about my my old school horrors because I that's another reason why I love them. Mm-hmm. I think um, also CGI sometimes just it, it just feels sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, whereas like practical effects and practical fit shows show it, I like it because there's a technicality to yeah. it that is very, um, fun. Mm. Um, cause we have been talking for quite a while. Yes. And this I was, was
1: an introduction episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so hey,
0: when we're talking about a film, maybe when we're talking about a film we'll be more focused. Yeah. And it won't. Sorry if this was rambly. Um, what I did just want to say is essentially what structure we're going to have. Because we yes, haven't actually yes, said that. No. <laughs> we were too busy talking about why horror is the only genre worth watching. Yeah. Um, the only one you should watch. Yeah. It's, um, so basically the idea is that we're both going to watch a film. Uh, the same film, yes. in fact. It will be the same film. <laughs> <laughs> We're both going to watch a horror movie and one person will have already seen it before and... Um, I have prior knowledge. Have prior knowledge, do research or, you know, however much research we do or don't want to do, but essentially have a context to the film.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And any the other person will be going to it into it sort of blind. Sort of kind of I watched this film but I didn't read up yeah. about it at all. Um kind of a way probably most Most people watch films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're what... a bit different.
0: <laughs> what do you mean watching a film doesn't give you homework?
1: <laughs> um
0: uh, I'd like an essay on my desk by Monday, please um but yeah, that idea that um one person's gonna watch it in a very kind of um neutral mm. way. This is a film that I saw, and then the other person can kind of come in with that knowledge with that research
1: and being also, hey, did you know?
0: yeah, yeah. Um, or did you pick
1: up on this? Yeah. Did you see this?
0: And the use of this, which symbolises this. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: and the themes. And- yeah,
0: yeah. Because I, I am pretentious, as established <laughs> already. Uh, Multiple times. I just am, and I, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm sick and tired of pretending that I'm not. <laughs> I'm pretentious and proud. Um... But yeah, to essentially have I'm I'm of the belief that context makes films better and when you know slightly more about it um
1: it you get more appreciation yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. But I'm also a contrary bitch. Um and whilst thinking that, I do also think sometimes it shouldn't matter.
1: Yeah, it should be good enough on its own.
0: Yes, I I have an aunt who um, teaches English literature, and so she helped me get through my GCSEs. She dragged me through my GCSEs. <laughs> um, shout out to you, um, and and she's very much into analysing things and. Sometimes I get in these debatey kind of arguments with her where I'll be like, Oh, I found this person really annoying in a film or in a book or something. And she'll be like, No, but you're meant to. It's like the audience, it's like the writer's intention that this person's annoying and it actually means that this and this and this. And I'm like, Yeah, but I found them annoying. Mm. Like, well done, you succeeded in your goal, but also they suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what. Just because they're meant to be an annoying doesn't mean that I like them now. So, yeah. Like, as much as I think context makes things more interesting, you do also have to just like something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the idea for the podcast. We're going to kind of take it in turns.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um... See wa- where it goes. Yeah. And, and yeah, watch, watch films like that. Um... The first a pro- proper episode, this is, I guess, episode zero. Yes. Yeah. Um. So episode one? Yes, so episode one will be, should I say, should we end? Oh. I was thinking, hey, this is um, planning real time. I was thinking of ending the episode with a next episode will be.
1: That was my thoughts too.
0: Nice. Yeah. So then, it gives you a chance to watch so, yeah. the film too.
1: Yes, yeah, so they can watch it beforehand and kind of have their own thoughts. Yeah. Whilst we have our thoughts. Yeah.
0: Which means um, you can do
1: a more enjoyable experience as well for them.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully. yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking. Um, I have a really bad habit of listening to podcasts, and then if I have my own opinions about it, and they're saying things, I'm like, no, I want to be able to be in this conversation. I want to." You're not saying the right points, um, but hey, hopefully you don't have that experience. Yeah. Hopefully you do enjoy it more, and if you do have thoughts, um, we will. We do have an Instagram. Yeah, we
1: do have an Instagram, but it's freshly set up. Freshly Very set freshly. up.
0: Um. The. So, yes, the, f- the first episode will be... Sorry, we didn't finish oh, that. Yeah. Um, the first episode will be... I will be hosting. Mm-hmm. I have watched the film many a time. Um,
1: and and it... I have recently watched it, this morning.
0: Yeah, and it is um, Nosferatu, the... We think that's the pronunciation. Yeah, um, the 1922 version. So, like I said, I'm I'm the history gal. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. So Nosferatu, 1922, will be the first official episode. Um, and if you want to watch it before the episode. Um, go out and find it uh it is on youtube i think in its entirety i
1: watched it on plexa which is free i just googled the film and that came up as one of the watch options
0: i'm guessing you googled nosferatu not just film
1: oh yeah no (laughs) yeah i googled nosferatu 1922 and they
0: were like yeah we got a film and
1: under watch options to watch the film on google it came up with plexa
0: Yeah, because um, it's, cause it's so old. I, that's yeah. another reason why I love old films. They're very easy to find because copyright doesn't care anymore. <laughs> um, so yes, um, we'll be watching Nosferatu and we'll be talking about that. If you do want to follow us on social media, we only have an Instagram, Um a, it's a horror shed, A underscore horror underscore shed. Um, it's empty right now.
1: There but, is nothing. nothing.
0: Um, find Content it. Content
1: to come. <laughs>
0: and hold on tight.
1: Yeah. Um, come on a ride with us.
0: Yeah. So we hope this was enjoyable to hear our opinions on horror. Um, and...
1: we We need we 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 need need an ending we will have
0: an ending but you know what like we said it's episode zero by episode one we'll have an ending question mark pending yeah maybe um but thank you for joining us
1: thank you and see you next time (laughs) see you next time (laughs)